Welcome to Scary Cast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I have some crazy news. What? Right off the bat. Okay. Tony's been replaced. Oh. Well, Damn, just no. like that. So we are waiting for Tony. Um, unfortunately, he's had some scary business with a flat tire on the 17. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is scary. Uh, he called me and he's like, "Oh, I got a flat tire right now. You got to drive yourself." Bye. And I was like, "Okay, are you okay? Are you safe? What's happening?" He's like, "I need you to pick up the pizza. I need you to drive, and I need..." And you're like, "Okay." I'm like, "Tell me what you need. Are you all right?" And I was like, "Maybe uh, Brian. He's on the west side, closer to you a little bit. Like maybe he can get you." And he's I, like, "I'm by my house." And Tony lives in Amber. so far. Yeah, yeah and I was stuck at work. I was hoping I was going to get out early today, but I had stuff to do, and I was like, fuck, so I had to drive myself. But I anyways. We are definitely not being environmentally friendly today nope. with uh, today's nope. episode of Security Cast, but we try when we we try when we can. I know. Yeah, you know, we go, we go, we, we've go, we gone green. Yeah, we, sometimes. It's fine. We have I some recycle. greenery. And yeah, the, you know? I'm sure, yeah, Brian uh, has his fun with the greenery every week, so that's going to happen. Hey, I didn't smoke this week. <laughs> Wow, my goodness. I'm super sober. This is actually an intervention. <laughs> yeah. I am like one day sober. <laughs> You're like this week, starting yeah. right now. <laughs> I can't smoke when I'm sick because it just makes me cough. Like oh. not good cough. So oh. I'm like, yeah, great. All right, oh, fun. Okay. So let's talk to our uh, replacement for Tony. Yes. Mr. Ruben. Hello. How are you? How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, uh, for all of our listeners... Why don't you tell us everything about yourself? <laughs> everything. Uh, starting, you're like, well, I was So born. the night I was conceived. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you even know that? Um, yeah. Damn, props, dude. Uh, no, so basically, uh, I uh, I started, I'm the founder of what's known as the Arizona Goth Society. That sounds badass. Um, which was uh, founded during the pandemic, during lockdown. Mm. Um, you know, I was, uh, obviously, I feel like a lot of us were, just all over social media during that time. There was so much going on, yeah. both politically, like all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was a racially, crazy time. it was the a crazy world. fucking time. Yeah. The whole and world. So, yeah. And so we're all on social media constantly looking for news, trying to be cheered up. And, you know, I have a lot of goth and alt friends, metalhead friends, horror enthusiast friends. And, you know, you could tell everyone's depressed. And I was like, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff has just become riddled and overrun with politics and negative agendas. I'm going to create a sanctuary. So I created the Arizona Goth Society. Um, and it was basically to make uh, a place on, on Facebook and on social media that was away from all of that negative stuff. We don't nice. allow any political posts. If there's drama on the scene, we don't allow call out posts. We're like, this is a refuge. Mm -hmm. You can come to the Goth Society group to see funny memes, share your art, share shows, events, stuff like that. So that occurred. Uh, we got up. It blew up quick. Luckily, I got some help from some very, very talented individuals, uh, our moderators and our admins. Um, and right now, you know, I, I created the group. And within like a week or two, we had like several hundred members. Uh, wow. Within a month, we were at 2,000 members. Holy and shit. I didn't even tell my wife. I was like, hey, I got to talk to you about something. <laughs> I like, just tell it to like, me straight. I did this. I did something. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, what about it? And I was like, it has 2,000 members. And she was like, what? Um, and I mean, at this point, we're sitting at 7.6 thousand last time I checked. Wow. So basically what the Goth Society is, is we utilize it as a, as a way to help organize the scene because we have a lot of talented individuals uh, in Arizona, whether it be DJs, bands, uh, individual musician artists, you know, painting artists, all these kinds of vendors. We want to make sure that they're seen and they have uh, a platform uh, to have uh, their awesome talent showcased, which then led into the Arizona Goth Festival, which uh, we also founded, um, where basically it's us combining 
all of the spooky, macabre, horror, dark, just anything you can think of, all that kind of like just creepy fun stuff that we all love. So we have bands, we have DJs, uh, we have over 40 vendors. Uh, this year we're going to have tattoo artists. Like we're going to have like, it's going to be insane. It's going to be a lot of fun. So basically, you know, like I said, there's a wealth of talent, uh, that's in Arizona. So that's really what our passion is, is to try to help organize that and make sure it gets seen and and gets us to. It's so cool too, because as an artist, the, what the number one thing you want to do is let, is let people see your art. Exactly. And when you give, like, it's tough. Like, if someone was just like a budding artist, it's like, where do you even start? You exactly. just go to you go to DeviantArt, well, you're lost in the ocean. You're you're a drop in the bucket. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, guess what? You made something cool and macabre, and you think goth people will like it. Well, guess what? You now have a huge platform yeah. for a lot of buyers to buy your art or to like at least even appreciate it. And that's that's special. You yeah. can't just walk into anywhere and just be like, oh, a bunch of goth people that get me. Like, yeah. So you're I mean, really doing thing, something and cool. And we and we organize it too, so we have specific days. So like, uh, Monday is like promote your event Monday like here's roll call so uh, and then I forget all the days. I'm so terrible, and I'm the founder. But uh, wow, uh, like, like, wow, sir. I know. And Wednesdays are uh, they're gonna have to join the Facebook group to be able to find out. Yeah, I you're like sprinkling the little trail uh, here. Wednesdays are uh, self promo business. So even if you don't have a goth business, like let's say like you're just a goth dude and you mow lawns, on Wednesdays you can post about that. We all have because lawns. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zeke's goth and he has a he has a cool studio. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He can post. He's so yeah, we, the whole idea is just to make sure that. All these talented artists, musicians, DJs, bands, everyone just gets the spotlight on them for at least a little bit. That's super cool. And I think there's something to be said, too, about having a community of like-minded people who enjoy the same stuff. And you're able to have that refuge like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Social media, this is such a perfect example of social media doing good. And it's connecting people that wouldn't normally be connected. Or maybe you're feeling, you know, a little bit lonely and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't have anything to do. You're going to be able to connect with people that have an affinity for the same things that you do. And see, like, hey, I'm not alone out there, you know, and there's these events now, especially now that we're able to get out and be able to connect in person, which is absolutely amazing. It's funny you should say that. My favorite part about what we do is we get so many posts that are like, hey, I usually don't, you know, I'm not an outgoing person, but I like to introduce myself. I, I'm a goth or like, I'm, you know, I'm a punk, cyberpunk, what have you. And they're like, you know, I don't, I don't really have that many friends. I'm looking to make a connection and people will comment on it and be like, Hey, I also don't have that many friends. I'm trying to make connections too. Where do you live? Are you in Phoenix, Tempe? And and you see these people like, Hey, uh, hit me up in my DMS and you see these friendships forming oh and you know, we get to see this weekly. And then, you know, next time it's uh, selfie Thursday, which is one of ours, you know, a few weeks later, now these two people that you saw commenting on each other's threads. Now they're taking pictures with each other at the goth club. And it's like you get that kind of rewarding stuff. So we're like we're creating relationships. We're we're doing (laughs) we're trying to do a lot of positive stuff on social media, which in this day and age, there's so much negative. So, It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And it seems like things are rewarded when it does have um, such a polarizing effect on people. So it's really awesome to see, you know, you guys doing something that is positive and that helps connect people in this way. For anyone that is interested in Arizona Goth Fest, when is it? Where is it? What can they expect? Is it free? Give us all the deets. Yeah. So it's February 10th this year. Um, So it's going to be at Walter Studios. That's in Phoenix off of 7th Avenue and Roosevelt, I believe. Yes, sir. Um, So... Uh, we love them. They're, they've been so awesome to us. They've they've worked with us so well. Uh, you know, we're a community run organization. We always say community first, profit last, and they understand that, and they're they're willing to help us out with this festival, which is great. Um, so February tenth, uh, we're going to take over all of Walter Studios compared to last year. We only had one room. Uh, we're gonna have. 
I believe it's either seven or eight bands on stage this Holy year. Crap. Uh, seven or eight bands and DJ, <laughs> excuse me. This year we're actually doing a variety show uh, hour where we have drag performers. We have, I think we have glass walkers, just a bunch of like crazy. This sounds bad walkers. walking yeah. on glass. Straight yeah, up broken like glass yeah. walking, yeah. Oh. I'm not sure. I, someone was talking about they're trying to get it cleared, but yeah, so they're trying to. <laughs> We need some waivers in this Someone's place. Someone's going to bleed out yeah. on our floor. Sure this year we're dealing with a lot of insurance things. Um, so, oh, I mean, man. but we're going to, we, I, I don't think we got aerial performers this year, but we just have a variety act wow. of, of a lot of different types of artists. The drag, the drag thing is the thing I'm most excited about. Absolutely. It's a huge, um, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And, and then goth so, themed. Uh, yeah. Mo they're all trying to keep it mostly like that. Okay. They're all trying to do spooky-ish kind of. Okay. Uh, Darker, yeah, yeah. They're all coming up with different stuff. Uh, same thing with the DJs. So we're going to have, that's on the main stage. Uh, there's another room at, at Walter called the Blue Bar. We're gonna have three more DJs in there. Uh, it's a party. How big yeah. is this place? It's it's pretty. How do you it's cram pretty that many size. people. In it's there? pretty good size. It's pretty That's huge. Awesome. It's like it's awesome. If you ever get a chance to visit it, or if you want to, I'm gonna come. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Oh, Brian loves the goth mommy, oh, so yeah. you're probably gonna have to keep him out so because I, yeah. like... you're gonna you're gonna faint. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Um, I'm, in, I'm gonna be in trouble. Um, yeah, we have to, we have tattoo artists this year. We're gonna have four tattoo artists doing on-site tattooing. Um, it's just it's incredible. It's it's gonna be so much fun. It's from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. I'm gonna be very tired that day. 2 a.m. Uh, we get there at about eight o'clock in the morning. And we leave about three o'clock in the morning every year. So closing that place down. Yeah. That's so nuts. it's gonna be really really fun. Uh, yeah. We and, and every year uh, we make sure that we try to do something for the community and give back. Every year we give to a different charity. Um, last year we did the Trevor Project, I believe, or maybe that was the previous year. Um, so yeah, we always do charity raffles. Uh, like for example, last year we bought tickets to the band Ghost. Oh, we yeah. donated that to charity raffle. A lot of local uh, local uh, businesses have donated stuff for the charity as well, oh, as cool. well as all the vendors, like like Terra Trader donated before. Uh, you know, lots of different people. This time, we finally have. Uh, we have a lot of good sponsors. Uh, Morbid Mystique is, is one of our sponsors. Mm. They have awesome stuff at their shop. Oh, we used um, to record yeah. our podcast there. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They oh, have yeah. some really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. of the vendors there and stuff. Just incredible yeah. stuff. Yeah, Alt Mental Health is another one. Arcane Hair Parlor, Rose Short Realty. We got a lot of people that really get what we're trying to do and that we're trying to do something positive and not just make a quick buck off the community, mm -hmm. which unfortunately happens so often. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, we're really stoked about it. I'm droning on, but that's the No, this is great. I love it. Yo, I mean, you've sold huge. us. Like, if already, everyone's yeah. listening out there, Arizona, there. February 10th. Uh, do you need tickets? Is it free to attend? Yeah, How do so we... uh, it's uh, I believe it's $40 pre-sale, 45 day of. Uh, we still have a few VIP tickets that, that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, if you go to linktree.com slash AZGS, AZGS is an Arizona Goth Society. <laughs> um, that has all of our links, all of our socials. It has the ticket buying link, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to have a great time. Man, oh. you know what? I have so much respect for the glass walker. I don't know if it's going to end up happening with the insurance or not, but have you ever gotten the tiny little piece yeah, of like, like glass in Dude, you? And I you're don't... like, where is it? I know it's in there, and you uh -huh. end up looking like a crackhead, like trying to dig out your foot. I don't, like, and yeah, and it's invisible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyone you try to show it to, you try to like show a light. <laughs> I'm not light crazy. On it like, I saw it, I swear. Yeah. And then um, every step it. you take, you're like, ah, fuck, <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah, I don't get how, I don't get how some of these people do what they do. Like, uh, you know, the, the, uh, what is it when they put the hooks through their backs like oh, that suspension. kind of stuff. suspension that's mm -hmm. what it is forgot the word yeah. and I know that they say apparently it's like uh, euphoria like like it it triggers like like something it, in you that yeah. just feel, but I can't for the life of me no. put that math together so like okay. you haven't tried it yet but I I'm also so fat I'm pretty sure I tear right stop. through the hooks oh, stop. Stop. Now, I don't, we don't body shame ourselves here on Scary I, I body shame me but no one else 
That's just I'll body shame you. Thank you. I'll body shame Brian, yeah. but no one okay. else. It's all right. It's all right. It won't hurt. You got a lot of padding to land on. My fat ass. So. This is going to be turned into a, we need to raise each other's spirits up. Okay. Oh, God. Well, poor Tony. He's probably, yeah. He does need some his spirits raised up. Yeah. And his tire. Can I tell you, your plaid <laughs> looks so great today. Oh, thank you very much. So I'm, I'm going to raise see, you up. Yeah, see, I love. There your you beard go. is fantastic. Thank oh. you. See, look I appreciate at us. It, Kelsey, you. Thanks. I'll give you a little high five. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fuck you. I can't put it into words. <laughs> thank you. You're right, just no, so good at being you. Uh, you are you. That's like when you're like, that's a baby. <laughs> it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, that sounds amazing. So, you know, how did this come to be and start? You said a little bit about, you know, you guys just being like wanting to actually put this together. But give us the, like, if anyone out there is inspired to have their own community and be able to put an event together like this, it's a lot of work. You need a lot of people that go into it. Yeah, it's it's very daunting. And I think that, the the weird the hardest part about this when we came up with the idea um, was pitching it, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. so many people told us uh, that's not going to work, uh, you know, because because there's like DJ nights, then there's there's nights where bands play, and then there's vendor markets, and I'm trying to combine all of them, and I'm like I see all these talented artists, people are like that's never going to work, people that we approach to play that's never going to work, and these are the people that are coming back two or three years later <laughs> being like, don't you it's love like that? Hey, can, can we play? <laughs> don't yeah, you apparently love that? It worked out. And you know, I'm not the kind of person to hold a grudge. So I'm, you know, yeah, I told you I'm, so. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm like, you know what? I don't want any negativity in my life. It's all good. I wouldn't have believed in myself either, but I did. Um, so if you're trying to start something like this, pretty much it's just the biggest thing I can tell you is get used to doors being slammed in your face and you keep going. Yeah. Because especially when you when you try to pitch something that's original, and I mean you guys know about this with your podcast, obviously. Um, when you're trying to pitch something original, sometimes people it doesn't if it doesn't fit into a box, it's not gonna work. For them. Right. Or if, if it doesn't remind them of something or like they have, they have something. Like I can respect, I don't know, like goth is like, would you say it's it a lifestyle? Yeah, indeed. And because it's so many things. I mean, goth, people try to gatekeep it and say like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not right. goth. But there's mm-hmm. goth music. There's goth style. There's goth aesthetic. There's goth uh, living, you know, yeah. gothic architecture. Literally, there's goth. Gothic. Gothic. It's, there's a time period. Yeah, there's, it's a time period. There's <laughs> yeah. uh, music, movies, all this kind of stuff. So um, really, it, it's I think everything falls under the umbrella of goth. I mean, even, you know, certain there's there's horror punk. That's goth to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's punk. But, mm-hmm. you know, that that does seem goth. And the Misfits are goth to me. And sure. the cure is goth. So mm-hmm. it's such this huge umbrella that you have so many things underneath it, whether it's like horror enthusiasts, whether it's people that uh, love dark wave music, whether Mm -hmm. it's people, you know, that are are super into serial killers, uh, you know, everything falls under that umbrella for me. So would you consider yourself a goth or do you like, like what's like, how do I love goth stuff? Mm -hmm. I do not dress like it. Yeah. I listen to the music. I like the horror and all that stuff. So you'd be similar to me. So what people usually refer to us as is casual goths. Oh, okay. So, like, you can respect it and enjoy all of it, but just because you don't wear it, it doesn't yeah. make me not goth. But I could say, like, yeah, I'm goth. Yeah, you could, potentially. Mm. I mean, because, like, I'll, mm. I'll go out to, like, a, one of the goth da- dance nights, you know, like, six feet under, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's people with their hair done up, spikes, blue hair. They they have, like, so much. They have lights going on. They're <laughs> thought about their ensemble. And I'm there in black basketball shirts and uh, a black T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, they're not like, you know, you're not making the effort. It's there's just different types, you know? So, yeah. I mean, emo would fall under goth in our opinion. Yeah. There's all these different sects, you know, uh, um, of the community. So it's really, it's really 
anyone could be considered part of that lifestyle. Not just beautiful about our event and about our community. And you, you guys would love it. I'm oh, sure you guys would love the I'm vendor be market. There. I'm, I can guarantee you. If, you can't keep right now. I'm telling you. No, nah, I'm gonna be. <laughs> look out. Yeah, you're gonna. Your bank look, account's not I'm gonna, gonna like you. I'm just gonna. I just gonna. I just think gonna it's just gonna be a really. To your point, it has a little bit of everything for everyone. If you're looking, mm -hmm. it's just around the corner from Valentine's Day. If you're looking mm -hmm. for a great gift or a Ooh, date night, that's a fun you day. know, you got yeah. music. So if you like to dance, you got a DJ, you know, it just sounds like there's something. And then the entertainment aspect. Yeah. Beyond that, you know, the fire or the glass walkers. Yeah. You're really stuck on the glass walkers. I am, you want that to happen, don't you? This glass walker is freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> it like freaks me out. Like, I don't know why yet. You said glass walker and I was like. I've heard of fire walkers before. Yeah, glass. So there's glass actually there, there's performers crazy. called the Painproof Punks. I know that one. Um, yeah, and and some of the people that we have from <laughs> uh, for our variety show are from the Painproof Punks. Okay. So they're doing that kind of stuff, uh, and they, they're awesome. They do like sword swallowing, like the nails up the nose kind of thing. So that's like, what I've the variety show is going to be. Some of it. Oh, okay. Some of it's drag. Some of it's that. Some of it's other stuff, interpretive dancing, stuff like that. Either so, way, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, either way, it's going to be entertaining. Like, so if you yeah. can do it in front of someone and, and entertain them le legally, uh, then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put you on our stage. Nice. Uh, so yeah, and and take that as like a, for anybody that's listening that might not be super into goth or like that kind of like macabre dark thing. Mm -hmm. Like Kelsey was saying, there's gonna be something here for everybody. Just Absolutely. go have fun. Mm -hmm. And you know what I love about it too is like my parents grew up very like they're old fashioned. You know, like oh she has what? Are, why are her ears so big? I'm like, well, those are called gauges. Yeah, and uh, and they're just like, mm, I don't get it. You know, and yeah. I'm like, whatever. I love them. It is the way it is. They will probably not appreciate that. But at the same time, if I really like sat down and, and like told them and showed the, who these people are, they realize like, oh, tattoos yeah. and piercings don't make you mean or scary no. or anything. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, we when my parents came to uh, Scaredy Cast mm -hmm. at Taproom 120, mm -hmm. there was like, fuck, it's hundreds of people there. And they had like the greatest time. It was like the best day. Absolutely. And I'm like, dude, just do that, but a little bit more black. Yeah. There, that's the golf fest. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, and that's absolutely. the thing is, is the I think the best thing about it is, is just the the, the realization that um, people that are in the goth scene or people that identify as goth, some of the most nicest people you'll ever meet. Isn't that crazy? And I mean, don't get me wrong, there are gatekeepers, you know, uh, here and there, but for the most part, the goth community is so welcoming. Uh, they're so inviting. Uh, and, and they're, you know, we look out for baby bats. That's what we call them. <laughs> so when someone's like, I want, I think I want to become a goth and I, I like the music, but I don't really know how to dress. Where do you guys get your clothes at? And they're like, oh, it's a baby bat. We got to, and they adopt them. You're like, come on, come on. So, baby bat? That's a term. Yeah. yeah. That is most so most cute. goth parents call their kids. Kids, baby bats. Oh That's it. I know a bunch of people that call their kids. Baby so bats. yeah, baby bats are a thing. So yeah, it's definitely. And you know, this will be our third year. Um, and you say, you know, could I could I go with like would I be considered goth? You know, we see people there that dress like everything. You know, there's people there that are dressed up like they're going to play golf. You know, uh, the, uh, one of the one of the common things that we see is. Uh, and it's a thing now that you might see memes of, but there's golden retriever boyfriend. Have you heard about this? <laughs> oh, yes. What's this? So, yes. so where it's like the, the like the happy like da, 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 whatever you know yeah. like the okay yeah just supportive <laughs> and very very it. nice. Oh, like, so now here. there's yeah. this thing where it's like goth girls and their golden retriever boyfriends. Oh, I love that. Which is something you've always seen in the scene. Mm -hmm. So you oh. you'll see a girl that looks oh, like man. oh you okay? okay? You'll see a girl that looks like Morticia Adams, 
And then like she's walking next to someone dressed like Adam Sandler. Uh, and, and, <laughs> yes. and he's having the time of his life and she is too. And the whole scene doesn't judge. They don't care because they know that, you know, there's beauty in the love. There's beauty in the coming together of different types of people. So, yeah, everyone is welcome. I think that's really what I'm trying to hammer on. Yeah. Yeah. Take it from the founder who's literally like, yeah, I don't even dress goth, but I'm goth. <laughs> yeah. Like the founder. Take it from him. He's in basketball shorts. He don't give a shit. Yeah, I really Just show up yeah. and then like the same stuff. Fucking gatekeepers. Yeah, I just, I don't, you know. I hate to categorize things. I hate to put labels on things, but people always want to. But, you know, if you're into that spooky shit, come and have a great time. And I promise you, you Absolutely. will. There you go. Uh, yeah. Before we remind people where to get tickets at, um, I think this is such a testament to, um, you know, you were saying that when you first started, you know, your <clears> Facebook <throat> community page, that you weren't sure where it was going to go. And then now, you know, it's this, it's a growing event. What does it mean to you personally to see, you know, the growth from year to year? You said this is your third year and it's not just in a room anymore. It's a huge, Walter Studios is a huge part of, you know, the Arizona community yeah. here, you know, especially in Phoenix. Like yeah. that is, that has to feel really good. And it has to be something that you just see and you look around and you're like, wow, like, yeah. like this is all of us together. We did this together. Moving from a room to a whole yeah. building. That's it does. Really cool. And you that's know, really and cool. it came, it came at the exact time that it needed. I mean, as far as what it means to me is, it has uh, restored a good amount of my faith in humanity. I won't say I'm back at 100%. <laughs> sure. I don't know that I ever will be. I'm a millennial. Uh, so, <laughs> we feel you. Uh, uh -huh. So, yeah. And, and, you know, it came at just the right time. You know, I think everyone that's a part of the group, and I'm not trying to, you know, blow myself up here, but I think everyone needed it. I think everyone needed a place to go. Uh, like I said, that was a refuge that wasn't about politics or racial issues or mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's mm -hmm. always just communicating with each other about things we love and things that we're enthusiastic about. So to me, it, it, I'm humbled so often. I, I literally post in the group all the time. Like, I love you guys so much. Like, <laughs> and, and then my wife's like, stop posting that. But I'm just I so don't. grateful to our community it's and so all cool. of our you have, I post. you have this little like project that's your your baby bet yeah. and now it's growing and you're like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's there's great. nothing like seeing that return. Yeah, exactly. When you see it growing, you go, Oh my God, I did it. Like, yeah. yes, I was right. There are people that want this. Like, this is so cool. And mm -hmm. yeah, man. And then growing like that big group and community and stuff, like that's awesome. And the cool thing is is that, you know, what I've come to realize is that um the more the more of a following you gather and the more of a community that you accumulate and put together, that's power. Uh, and you can use that for good or bad. And mm -hmm. I think that I think you know, like I said, we've we've organized with a charity every single year and done a charity raffle. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest thing is like you don't have to be Justin Timberlake or uh, Elon Musk to contribute to charity. You don't. It doesn't have to be millions of dollars. Yeah. You can give what you what you have. There's always someone who has a, a little bit less than you, and you you always have something that you could provide them. So yeah. we always try to make sure that we we shine a light on those in need um, within the community as well as outside of it. One one of our sponsors, Alt Mental health they they did the same thing they they got started and they wanted to have a focus on on alternative lifestyles so mm -hmm. it's like you know goths would love mental health specifically they accept all but it's catered to that kind of uh, people with that lifestyle so yeah that's that like you said it's really powerful i mean it's life-changing stuff i mean people really needed something and and this is great man it's so cool to see it growing too i mean it's like what you guys are doing right like when did you guys get started well technically <laughs> It's been a while, but ever since Brian's been here, just only a couple of years. And yeah, it's been a wonderful. Yeah. But I think what you're saying as well is it's such a testament that each individual does have the power to make a difference. You know, even whether it's going to be like, you know, a huge difference that, that impacts millions or, you know, it's impacting one life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this is such a testament that you guys are able to help each other with a super fucking rad event. Yeah. And speaking of, because we just had Sir 
Gautier put Hi. come into the building. Um, for anyone who is listening, how do they become, again, how do they become a part of the Facebook group and how do they learn more about Arizona Goth Fest? Yeah, so literally uh, just look up Arizona Goth Society on the on Facebook. Uh, you'll find us, uh, you answer a few questions just to make sure you're not a bot and you understand how we roll, no politics, stuff like that. Um, and answer the questions, you get in. Um, as far as, you know, with the Goth Festival, once again, hashtag linktree.com slash AZGS that has all of our social media, all of our links. Uh, we've had news coverage in the past. I actually just got done doing an interview with Fox 10 last night Ooh. at Walter Studios. So, yeah. so yeah, that has uh, all of our stuff on it. So if you want to become a part of it, if you want to join in, or if you just want to peek over the fence, linktree.com slash AZGS. Absolutely. Ruben, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any words of wisdom or anything else that you would like to say yeah. before we welcome Tony back? I guess we'll let Tony back in. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You've, you've, uh, done a, you've been a great... I don't know. Ruben's been real yeah, nice. Yeah, he's been real good. He's been real, he's been real good. Yeah, he complimented he us. Does, he doesn't talk back to me at all. <laughs> I didn't. I know better. He doesn't say a damn thing to me. Uh, he's, he was like, he's like, hey, uh, what's the thing with like cussing? Like, can I cuss? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I, I, I was like a sailor. Like, Tony doesn't like me when I when I do the podcast. Final word of advice would just be uh if you if you have an idea, don't be afraid to go for it. Uh and you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, you know, cuz cuz I've I you know, I'm a musician, I'm I'm an artist, I'm I'm obviously an event coordinator, I run a Facebook group, you know. If you have all this cool stuff that you want to do, try it all and if you fail at some of it, so what? Yeah. Keep moving with the other stuff, you know, and don't get discouraged. And I think that I'm a testament to that, luckily, because I had an idea and I can't believe how much love I found uh, yeah. because of it. So Absolutely. just do cool shit. And also, if anybody, last thing, uh, if you know, you hear everybody like donation or making a charitable, mm -hmm. whatever, you don't have to donate money. Nobody has money right now, okay? Except for the assholes, the 1%. But mm -hmm. if you don't, if you think, fuck, I can't give money, you can give time. Everybody's mm -hmm. got time. And exactly. whether that's a minute just to like something on their Facebook, I don't care. Something. Any support is support. So if you can't give money or you can't give time or whatever, there's always something, even as little as it is, that helps. So thank you so very much for everybody that has helped, whether that's monetarily or sharing stuff. And you can do that with anything you like. So that's just a little just yeah. a little, a little tidbit there for you. Awesome. Take that home with me. That's thank right. You. Yeah. Thank you, Ruben, for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. man. <laughs> Tony, where have you been? <laughs> Are we good? Are we back? Uh, I guess we're back. Oh my yeah. god! Look Shout what out the to Ruben. Fucking cat drag. Arizona Goth Fest. Uh, yeah, you missed it, Tone. What was that? What happened? What happened? Give us a rundown. Oh god! <laughs> Everything <laughs> just led to this moment. First, I had to go pawn stuff just to get gas money to make it out here today. Nice. And then I went to the gas station to use my card, and the gas pump said no. And I'm like, I have money, but it's like not enough, I guess. I had 30 bucks. So yeah. I was like, come what on. The hell? And I didn't want to walk in. So I'm like, I'll get it later on my way because there's a fries and like just the <laughs> gas pump is right next to the cashier person. So it's just easier. Okay. So I'm like, I'll just do it then because I had to go pick up kitchen school. So I get my gas and I'm driving and there's just a piece of metal in the road. <sighs> and like, it's one of those like, peekaboo. <sighs> shit. And I hit it. And I felt it just go under my tire and just hit the bottom of my car going. Gun, 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 gun. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And I knew it. Like it's just like you just <laughs> know. Like you just like I'm feel like I'm driving and I just feel my tire, my wheel just going like this. Oh, like, no. 
out. And I'm watching the dashboard to see if like the low tire light comes on. And I'm at a red light and it goes bing. <sighs> So like as soon as light turns green, I'm just like, clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> it's like God damn it! I don't mean to laugh because it sucks. So like, and there there's like part. no safe place to pull over. <laughs> so like I'm pulled over and I have my high, my hazards on and people are still just coming on by and I'm they like, they do not no, give a shit. No, they no, don't nobody care. gave a shit. So like I had to change my tire. I put on my spare, and my spare was janky as hell. <laughs> Like, I'm on the phone with Kelsey, and she's asking like a million questions. I'm driving on the highway. Like, just I like, don't know. I got to go to bed. Like, ah! So I'm like, I call him like, I'm going to pit stop a discount on the way. And just because discounts have been helpful in the past. Not this fucking time. Oh, great. What they do? I fucking, so this was a different discount location I normally go to. I walk she in. Up. I walk in. I'm like, hey, I just got a flat. The tire's fucked. I can't, it's, there's no, like, fix it on this thing. You can't patch it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, can you at least check out my spare? Tell me if I'm good to make it to Tempe. The guy's like, okay. <laughs> Fucking walks out, looks at it. He's like, yeah, no, it's not any good. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah, what, what does okay. that mean? What does that mean? I'm like, all right, like, can you guys do anything? Because you're a fucking tire place. <laughs> I'm like, can you do anything about this? He's like, no, I can't even touch this. What's that mean? What? You can't like, touch this. I'm like, what? what? Are you doing? He's like, I don't work here actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I live uh, in the alley. <laughs> he's like, it's probably gonna pop. Oh, because it's running low on air. Can you feel and it? And I'm like, can you put some air in it? He's like, no, I can't touch this. What? What does that mean? I I'm can't like, touch yeah, this. I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck do you do here? <laughs> Your discount. He's like, I just hire. That's toilets. so crazy because there was a time where um, it was a very, it was a very crazy day. My air conditioner had gone off, and I was like at home with my dog, and it was like ninety degrees in my house. <sighs> then I had to go somewhere, and like so, I was like had to take her somewhere, and I got a flat tire, and then I get there. And then he's like, yeah, if it was this way, we'd be able to replace it for free. But because it's like the nail is here, we can't. Yeah. Like, or like he'd be like, we'd be able to patch it, whatever. And um, then I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I was like, he's like, it'll be this amount of money. And I go to try to find my wallet. I'm like, oh, I think I left it in the car. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, and they're still working. I'm like, can I go grab it? And he was like, don't even worry about it. And I was like, uh, thank you. I was like crying in the middle of, I was like, you don't even understand how crazy it's been like this week. Thank you so much. I cannot believe you're being so nice uh -huh. to me. And like, he just so that's wanted my, you. no, he le was legit, like just nice. Like I had mm -hmm. never had an experience like that before. And it was so refreshing. And so then like, I gave him like a good review and stuff like that. And, but that's been my experience. I usually love discount another, tire. I've gone to a discount tire before and it was basically like, look like this just happened and I don't have any money. And they're like, let me see what I could do. And they're just like, here, we got a used tire. You can use this one. Dude, and they're amazing. Yeah, usually. But this wow. guy, guy, fucking useless. <laughs> I can't even touch that. It's like he couldn't even put air in my spare tire. Like, Damn, I'm dude. like, well, so I drove like half a block <laughs> to Big O, and the dude's just like, yeah, we can help out. We can do it. What do you need? Here, fuck, do, do. Fucking Big O tire, <laughs> Big O ups. Oh. Because they got me in. Uh, and out uh, in 15 fucking minutes. No Literally, way. yeah, you were texting no me, way. and I was like, you're like, on the way, I was like, holy shit, like, that was the quickest no I've way. ever. I thought called Kelsey, because I was like, Kelsey, I need somebody. Can you give me some money for a tire? I'm like, you're and she's like, I got you, she's got you. But yeah, they like, in and out, 15 minutes. New tire. Yeah, incredible. Big O I'm all set. Big O Tire oh. saved your life. Thanks, Big O Tire. Thanks, Go Big O. They saved yourself. the podcast. Discount tire. <laughs> on... 
I Happy Valley Road and some shit out <laughs> there. call him straight out. Dude. I can't wait until Big Tire uses this like in all of their promotional. Like, like they're like, I knew it. It was just like as soon too. as I walked into Discount Tire and I locked eyes with a guy, like, no. you just fucking know. Like, like you're just like this person's going to be of no fucking help. He to wants me. to go home. It's like, like on a Hangover when like the kid comes in and is uh, gonna like tase, <laughs> is gonna tase him, and they're like locking eyes. And like, God. okay, what's gonna happen here? Let's talk about spooky shit. <laughs> How fucking yeah? Ooh, ooh, we ooh, have ooh, we ooh, have twenty five minutes. We got creep of the week. We have so much to talk about. Shall we start with creep of the week? Yeah. If you guys have stuck with us for a while, you know what Mad Monster Party is because we've gone to it the last two years and it's a really big convention. Last year they had Elvira and like a salute. Uh, what's his name from the office was there? Dwight. They had tons of people, right? It's a huge, mm-hmm. it's nationwide. They travel all over. It's fucking massive. They don't travel all over. I thought they were in different Just states. North Carolina and Arizona. Never mind. So it's only those two. Mm-hmm. No, nope. there's they, they more. Tra- Do they travel? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Irregardless. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So Mad Monster is super cool. The they, I mean, you guys have seen or heard, I'm sure, if you followed us. Uh, they pulled a stinker. They screwed the pooch. Now, in, they do Carolina, Arizona, North Carolina, Atlanta. Atlanta, oh, got so it. only three. So, okay. only three. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Mostly south, some east, and then uh, some southwest. Yeah, like, let me ask you guys. Yeah. You guys... Zeke, Kelsey <laughs> Bryan, this is, a, this is a poll. Everybody out there, listen. Let me ask you guys. I'm like, yo, guys, I'm gonna have a party. Mad Monster party. I'm gonna have a party, and everybody's yeah, like, let's go. Oh, yeah, mm. dude, no. awesome. And I'm like, oh, but this uh, one dude's. He's gonna be there. <laughs> he's like a sexual. He's he, he was accused of sexual assault. Uh, like a like a lot of counts of it. And but it, don't worry, he yeah. was acquitted. Oh, he, he was? Like, but you, he's really talented. Look, he's really talented. Yeah, so? He's are not even gonna, a horror icon. Are you going to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, like, I'm going to drink at this you, party. Yeah, you, I'm going to have an like, open container <laughs> that can get drunk. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I think I have something. So we haven't told you guys who this person is. Uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey is going to be a mad monster. And they announced, like, it wasn't just, like, a they announced celebrities and he had, like, a little name in there or something or maybe, like, a tiny little icon. It is, like, the way they announced it is full front center. Yeah. Kevin Spacey is going to be at the North Carolina like, Mad he's Monster. he's a selling point. Yeah, like, that he is, like, yes. the celebrity. Yes, he's, to a, he's to pull, like, crowds, which is, like, I got four words to say. What were they thinking? Like, now, here's no, the thing that a yeah. lot of people are jumping in about, and that's the point was like, well, he was proven not guilty. And it's like, he was not guilty. He was acquitted. And the thing is, it's like, there's a lot of like, eh, because number one, yeah, a jury found him not guilty, but it also afterwards, the jury did a meet and greet with him. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. I don't like, so we'll let you off this. if you give us an autograph. It's like, is this the most reliable fucking jury if they're like, sign my boobs? Yeah. Where, where was he tried at? London. What? What? Why? And on top of that. Is that where he kidnapped that kid? On top of that, a lot of things he didn't deny doing. <laughs> he he never said like, oh, hey, I'm innocent or whatever. No, he was basically just like, so I'm a big flirt. Like, <gasps> he's like, I'm known to be flirty. With little boys? If that's like, it's like, yo, 
Like that's I, not flirting. Mm. That's that being oh like oh I was drunk and just flirty. It's like, like statutory no. You were like a child woke up and That's you were laying on statutory him. Statutory rape. Yeah, yeah. like. No. So I, I don't want to go like crazy into yeah. it because what, what, what else is there to be said? Yeah. It's what just... in the actual fuck mad monster were you thinking? <laughs> like. That's like, well, then again, the only person in, in existence so far that I can think of off the top of my head that has escaped being canceled somehow, somehow, is Kanye West. No, I think he's kind of People canceled. like him now. People mm. still follow everything he does. Like he's still in the news. He's still, con and not because everyone fucking hates him. You know if he did an American tour, that shit would be sold out like that. Probably just to see how crazy it is, but you know people are buying yeah, I it. it I, abs I guarantee it. People I think, still um, love Kanye because I've said, why can't we just cancel him for real this time? Like, probably a hundred times. Brian, it's because cancel culture doesn't exist. Like, but pe it, people that like say mm. that it does, it doesn't. Because to your point, uh, cancel culture is just a way for people to be able to sit there and say like, oh, like I'm being held accountable for my actions. You're canceling me. It's like, no. And a lot of that of what happens unless someone actually literally physically goes to jail or mm. like dies or kills himself or, or whatever, like is happening with like some of these other people that have been in, um, you know, the spotlight for doing very heinous acts. Um, like there are still famous people. And to your point, there's still stories. There's still people that like stand them or whatever. I mean, literal serial, serial killers yeah. have fans. Look at the Epstein list. Exactly. Everybody on there should be canceled, but who yeah. knows? So it is really, it is really unfortunate. Yeah. And too, like I, from a marketing and like PR perspective, <laughs> you touched on this on um, on your videos that you put on social media as well. Like the way that Mad Monster is handling it, instead of yes. standing behind, instead of like, because cl clearly, I mean, to to do something like this, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Making the announcement that Kevin Spacey is going to be your con, and you turn off the comments yeah. when your post goes out. You know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. like those trolls on Instagram that have private accounts because they don't want anybody saying anything yeah, back to them. It's like instead of just being like, okay, like I'm, we're gonna let people comment, whatever, because we were expecting that, or having it, having the comments turned off already, yeah. or having for a while, like you know, before, like, hey, for the few months that we're gonna announce mm -hmm. this, blah blah blah. But yeah, there has to be some kind of accountability, and um, if you're gonna make a PR move like this, like you have to stand behind it, like yeah. you have to. It's like exact, it's exactly like what Bud Light did when. They kind of like flip flops or well, we'll see if they can if they keep Kevin Spacey. If they don't, then I mean, either way, I, it's horrible. I think like, they are because matter. even this morning there was like they kind of double downed on it. Yeah, they're like fuck it. Like Kevin Spacey put out a video about I didn't really watch it because I'm like fuck it. He was just going on about how thankful he is for it and like I Mad Monster was. Because I'm sure this is like, like yeah, his I first bet. public event. Yeah, it's like dude, what are you fucking doing? Like he blew his whole career. Ain't look. He didn't blow his whole career. He's people still want to go to this shit. Cool, like. Do whatever you want to well, do. But maybe, but remember, he was on House of Cards, which was one of the biggest Netflix shows. Ever. I ain't fucking going. Fucking got canceled. No. Like, completely. Like, you're off the show. You're done. And then, like, when was the last Kevin Spacey movie that you've seen? Well, he's in? been battling <laughs> battling court stuff. In and out of fucking court. All I got to say, for me, this is going to be my last little bow on the end of it, is um, is I I believe um, I believe Survivors. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Dang. Yeah, there you we, go. Uh, there you go. We're not going to be a mad monster. No. So, um, Plus, they, well, I'm not going to get into that. That's more personal than any need to. But, uh, yeah, mad monster. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, what? Mad what monster. Who, Bill Cosby next? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Come meet the, come meet the star Ghost Dad. Dad. Remember Ghost Dad, everybody? Wow. barbecue sauce. Under a little bit uh, of honestly, I'm looking forward to meeting Harvey Weinstein. 
Hey, oh, like, you know, at least he can maybe like help us with our careers a little bit. Watch you know? like, a lot of horror I'm, movies. I'm gonna call it now. 2025. <laughs> Epstein's coming back out of a cake. Boom! In the middle of Mad Monster. <laughs> cake. Yeah. Oh shit. It's gonna be great. He's like, I'm back, uh, bitches. You thought. Anyways, I, uh, Mad Monster, you suck. And big shout out to uh, Days of the Dead for their post that they did immediately after this announcement. Ooh. Beautiful. If we want to talk oh, about beautiful marketing. <laughs> what they do? What they do? What they do? I sent it to you. I don't. I was sick for three days, dude. Oh, I was dead. I still let me am. Find it. Uh, Days of the Dead. Um, Ian White. Oh yeah, I he saw plays that. Uh, Predator and Alien versus Predator. He's on Game of Thrones and he's in Prometheus. They announced the only Predator at Days of the Dead. <laughs> That is genius. I and like, I love it because it's It predator. was immediate. <gasps> I like, should have him sign like, my mask. Dude, I should have him sign my it predator was mask. so funny. 100%. Um, but yeah. Wait, I'm not going. Um, Wait, Days, Days of the Dead. Dead. I'm definitely going that. Yeah. Yes, because we will be appearing at Days of the Dead. You know why? Because they want us there. They do want us there. Mad Monster? They don't give a fuck about us. Well, it's all right. I don't give a fuck about Mad Monster. Oh, jeez. Words, words are being said right Bing. now. I don't. I think oh, we have, gross. we're moving on from this creep of the week. Uh, but let this be a learning oh, yeah. lesson to everyone out there is that. Let's save it. People do. You want to save it? I want to save the help. next creep of the week okay. for next week because we're so pressed for time. We are. But also, um, that's good. I don't want to like undersell the next story because okay. this shit. Yeah. Fucking creeps, man. Uh, yeah. So Mad uh, Monsters, the creep of the week. Take that. You know what? Well, the true creep of the week is Kevin Spacey. Well, it's no, and then no. also they're they're like they're what is that like a part of the creep of the week because they are enabling him. Um, but I think this too. You know what? If we want to have some positive out of this, 10, 20 years ago, like something like this would happen, and like no one would give a shit, and it would be whatever. But like I think this is really a good sign that like the community as a whole, like you know, what I mean like are holding people actually accountable and like not having short term memories when it comes to something like this. Um, because just like we were talking about with Arizona Goth Fest, something like Mad Monster is a community. It's, it brings a community together. Yeah. It's a it's a huge part. It's a huge way for artists to be able to connect and to be able to get their art out there and make a living. You know, be able to meet people that you have been fans of and be able to have a really great experience with the whole family. Buy a um, bunch so of it cool is stuff. really it is really unfortunate, and people are you know gladly so ha are having a very emotional reaction to this as they should. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of people look to these conventions. So they have like a safe place yeah. to be part of their community. Some of them, it's their livelihood. People. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, like if they don't sell anything, they don't make yeah. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like at all. Just, why would you? There's so many other actors that he's you can not, invite. He's not even a horror icon. I don't know how many times I got to say it. What, what's, like, a, what's some horror movies he's been in? Why him? I don't they had the cast from Avengers North the Nerds Carolina, because I think he's from North Carolina. Yeah. I'd rather That's they have the like type. Dolly Parton, even though she's nothing to do with Dolly horror. Dolly Parton is a fucking, fucking best awesome. thing hey, in the world. Thank Don't you. ever put her name in the same sentence as Easy. I said we should you. have her. Well, I know, but Mad Mom should have her. Yeah. But you're not. That's not she a good example. You like she's like up here. Like it'd be someone that's like a dealer. No, but she has like, I'd rather have this person. No, no, I'd rather have her. But she has nothing to do with horror. That was well. Actually, Dolly Parton's responsible for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then there you go. Bring her on. I want to talk to her. So Dolly's so nice. I see what you're saying. Just She's a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craziness. Um, We're going to save the next creep for the next week because this was just too good. Okay. Too creepy. Yo, we have some movies. Oh. 
Holy fuck, yeah, we have I'm so much I'm mad at Tony. Oh. <laughs> That's my turn to be mad at Tony. Holy shit, dude, I watched that desert movie fucking last night. That was a mistake. All right, so what are we going to start with? Did uh, you guys watch anything else other than those two? Uh-uh. No. Did you watch right. both of them too? No, I didn't want to watch the it. desert movie. Okay. I'll start with my movies. Yeah, start with yours. I watched a movie called Horror in the High Desert. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> First off, I start watching this movie. It starts off like a documentary. And I'm like, is this real? Was it real? No. Thank God. It wasn't real. And I would say, like, listen. I was sold. Before, on- before I get into it real deep, I just yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. I love it. Right. There's one actor. Uh, he was like a, a, a private, detect- private investigator or something. Bill. I don't remember his name. He wasn't a good actor. His name. He, he wasn't. Was a, a, he wasn't a very good actor. The native guy. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a very good actor, so it kind of like took me out of it a little bit. You know what bit. took me like, out oh, of it? Wasn't it? Was the killer? That's what took me out of it. Let me get to it. Sorry. <laughs> so, I don't do very I'm really excited. I know. I have been wanting to talk about these movies. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't do well with found footage movies. <laughs> I love them. And Immediately, all, Tony was texting us. He was. I you saw his Instagram my, you story. want to read my texts? Yeah, I do. Uh, I saw his Instagram ex- story. What is this about? And then we got texts. I So the movie's about um, this guy. He's like a hiker. He goes and he kind of maps, you know, hiking trails and hunting trails and things like that. But remember, so he's, he's not a hiker. He's not a hiker. Um, survivalist. He's a survivalist. This guy wouldn't just, like, go hiking. He would go in, like... 20 miles walking into a fucking mountain range yeah. and then just stay for a couple days and then walk three days out. Like, he was crazy. Uh, he goes missing. And his sister and his roommate, uh, the cops and everybody, they're trying to find him, basically. he uh, Then they discover that he has started a YouTube channel. Well, he had already started this channel. They had not they had no idea that he had done this. But they're, they find out he has a YouTube channel of all of his, you know, adventures out there. And one of his videos is he talks about how he came across a weird little cabin out in the wilderness. Like a shack. Like a shack that had a chimney and like he felt like really weird and everything about it. And the fire was on, there was smoke. Yeah. yeah. And oh. the uh, he knew someone was there. I mean the middle. And of the nowhere. people in the comments were like, bullshit. You're also, lying. So he had to go like go back go, to Cruz. Yeah, where's the video Aww. if you found this kind of thing? This is also in the northern desert of Nevada, which means there is snow on the ground or it's mm. snowing during. It is the desert, so it's empty and barren and mountainous, but it is frigid. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, what the fuck is anybody doing out here in the middle of nowhere? But it's also freezing. And like, how? How is he surviving? Yeah. And like, so the... of the movie is basically interviews and little snippets of his survival. Like, I'm out here in the woods. Look at these sheep. Our sheep are friendlier than people. Like, just little things like that. He's like, like, he has that little thing, like a speech impediment, where he says his R's, like, weird. So you like, 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 oh, look at the baby deal. You don't usually see baby deal. That's how he talks. And so I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Until. The very last scene in the movie, I swear to you, the very last scene in the movie, I was like, oh, this is fucking real. I didn't know it was fake until I watched the last part. Then I was like, let me get to it. (laughs) So throughout this documentary, little things start coming together like, oh, that's weird. Like his truck is found 
And uh, while he's out camping, he wakes up and there's bear footprints around his not, tent. Not bear, but like barefoot prints. Yeah, barefoot. Like, oh, barefoot. Like barefoot. Not human. Not bear yes. human. footprints, yeah. but like barefoot. I was thinking bear. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, these two campers, it's revealed that they woke up one morning and there was a backpack, his backpack, at their campsite. Somebody placed it there. With all of his belongings. And one of his hands. Oh. Wasn't that left in the truck? No. I thought that's what it was, and that's why I had the camera. No, that was in the backpack. Mm. I'm 100% on this because I rewound it and oh, watched it you? again because I wanted okay. to make sure. This is at someone else's campsite that yes. they found it. Uh, so obviously everybody's like, so what's on this tape that's on this camera? And that's the final scene. Oh, because I don't know if you guys heard that, but his hand was clutching a camera. Yeah. It was like still holding the camcorder, but it was severed at the wrist. <sighs> so they're like, oh, there's just a severed hand. And so they actually, it was, guess what? When they found the hand, it was already there for five days. Five days. Yeah. It's just sitting there. Gross. So, uh, um, so this is what Tony texted us. He said, guys, <laughs> I'm watching a movie and I'm fucking scared. <laughs> Save I started, me, dudes. <laughs> all right, I was fine for the most part, but when it got down yes. to like, here's the footage from his final night. Oh yeah, and I'm like, fuck. I started watching it through my phone. <laughs> like I was doing like an Instagram story, and I'm watching it through my phone because it was less scary. And I started kind of like scrolling through my phone and watching the TV because I was like, I didn't want to give the movie my full attention anymore. <laughs> You're like a little kid. I'm scared. You're so funny. So like, I'm screaming in my house, all I, caps. And then oh next one is like, God. the next one's like, I'm not scared anymore. All right. So, <laughs> like, okay. yeah, so the found footage part starts, and I'm fucking terrified. Dude, it's good. All right. Because I'm like, you start hearing like this weird noises, and you're like, "Are there, are there fucking witches out here?" Dude, like that what? music. Oh, oh my god! And then I'm not gonna say what happens, but something happens, and I screamed in my house. Did you? Yeah. I was waiting for that jump scare. I oh. said, "I went fuck." <laughs> uh, but once it's established what's out there, I wasn't scared anymore. Yeah, same. Because I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so, I will say this: it's not what is scary; it's just it's it's what happens is really scary. Mm -hmm. Like like mm -hmm. it, I will say, I thought I was like, oh my god, when are they going to get to the fucking story? I feel like they talked about him too much about like introducing him, and I was like, can we get on with this? Like, what? I thought that took a little too long, but then by the end of it, I was like, the payoff was worth it. Yeah, I definitely. Sure. Um, and I gotta say, for most of Almost everybody, like, great acting. Yeah. It made it really seem. The lady who played the sister was, like, incredible. I thought so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought so, too. Whore in the oh, High Desert. And the, the journalist gal, who was super hot, by the way. The black hair chick that was like, I'm the journalist. She's hot. Was she hot? Yeah. She's pretty hot. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. You can admit it. You can yeah, just say she's just, hot. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I just want a little bit of backup here. Oh, my gosh. She was so fucking hot, oh dude. God, Thank you. With a name like Gal. What would you. <laughs> what would you. Rate it? I would give yeah. it a, I'd give it a seven. Me too. Seven. seven. Seven's great. Seven it's, across. Seven's yeah. really good. Like um, eight, it would have been like insane, and I was this close, but it was the ending that was there's... all. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Or in the High Desert, Screenbox, and Prime. I watched it free on Prime. There's a sequel. And it's rent or buy only on Prime. What? <laughs> on Prime, it yeah. was rent or buy. For the sequel. For the second one. The first one. Oh, for the second one. I'm sorry. Yes, for the second one. 
Sorry, I didn't. I, hmm. You said there was a sequel, and I was like, and it's rent or buy. The sequel is available on Screenbox as well. <laughs> and uh, there's apparently a third one on the way. Oh, jeez. Ah, leave so it. So that's how you know definitely that it's not like, you know how you were like going back and forth of like found footage, which obviously you can research or whatever. Yeah. But once you see that there's a second one, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Once that, I saw the second one, I went better. into it like, mm, this ain't real. But then the movie convinced me. Up until yeah, that point, I was like, I need to Google this. Is this real? And then by the end scene, I was like, that didn't look real. And not because the effects or anything, but I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm. And now that you say it's not real, I got to say, fantastic job. Like, it was so <laughs> convincing. And, oh, my God, I'm telling you, Kels, I don't get scared real easily from, like, horror stuff. I was, I was sick for the last three days. I was laying in bed. And for the end of this movie, I completely, I took blankets, I wrapped them up, and I sat up in my bed, and I just had my dog by my bed, and I watched this. It's it's, it's creepy. Yeah. The music, the night vision, the the crunching of the rocks yeah. as this thing was, oh, dude, I it's, it. yeah. I want it. You could watch mm -hmm. it with people, but no, if you watch it by yourself, you're in for a decent scare, I think. Some people are going to be like, it's not even scary, but like. Found hey, footage man. is really scary. I love found footage. Found footage, footage and security footage, like when Ooh, it's like, CCTV you're like, oh, shit. yeah. So seven out of ten, and you're not gonna watch it. Not so gonna watch it. I'm gonna say nope. mm -mm. seven out of ten as well. I thought it was really well made um, for almost all of it. I think it was really good. Mm -hmm. So thank you for telling me about that because that was insane. Let's talk about our second movie. After Do that movie was time? over, yeah, oh, yeah, we got it. Yeah, we good. I'm not talking about Zika, ours. Was, I'm saving mine till next week. We good. No, what's yours? No, <laughs> I always feel bad. We, we always go over. Okay. We didn't even give him pizza. All right, thanks, Zeke. This is bullshit. All right, let's go. All right. Boom. The second movie I watched, because mm -hmm. I needed somewhat of a palate cleanser, <laughs> but I knew we needed some movies to review. I watched Dr. Giggles. What the fuck is that? Oh, just... I thought he was going to say our movie. What is he talking about? What? What the hell is Dr. Giggles? It's a horror movie. <laughs> From when? Like the 80s? The 90s. It's where they tickle uh, you too much, and then that's when you die. And you die. Uh, Dr. Giggles has... Um, Oh shit! What's his name? Danny Delito. Larry, Larry Drake or something? Or, God, fuck! Sorry, um, brain fart. He was the bad guy in Dark Man. If you guys remember Dark Man, wow, from like the nineties again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Remember? Is that the one with Wayans Brothers? No, that's Blank Man. Uh, Larry Drake is his name. Yes, Larry Drake's his name. Doctor Giggles. <laughs> he plays Doctor Giggles. Larry okay. Drake. He's a. Uh, and let me tell you something about Dr. Giggles. This movie starts okay. immediately. Like that like, Santa movie. There's no fucking buildup. It's like starts <laughs> off with Dr. Giggles, and he's cutting up somebody. Oh, in a, shit. And he's escaping the mental hospital. Like, it's going right to it. Uh, <laughs> also stars Holly Marie Combs. She's from Charmed. Ooh, I do know that Charmed is. Stars Glenn Quinn. Oh, I thought you were going to say Glenn Close. Damn. From Roseanne. The, is that the, the ant? ant? He plays Mark on He's Roseanne, the ant. <laughs> we really the don't know our shit. World? I thought that was Why a girl name. Why we both go there with the ant? Like we were thinking That's Glenn definitely not her name. instead of Glenn. Her name's like, oh, never mind. I was about to say her character's name. Glenn Quinn. He was also on Angel for a little bit before he mm -hmm. passed. Nice. I mean, not nice, but. Also stars Doug E. Doug. Wow. What the fuck? Nobody? I know what Doug E. Doug is, but I don't know. Yeah, you know. from Cool Runnings. He's the guy with the egg in Cool Runnings. You ever seen Cool Runnings? You ain't seen Cool Runnings? Why are you surprised? Why? Because it's Cool Runnings. Uh, Horror, I guess. Yeah, but Cool Runnings? Know. Yeah, but Cool Runnings like Come a on. classic 90s yeah. Disney. Have you ever like, seen like Home Alone? 
I know what Cool Runnings is. Honey, I, I shrunk the kids. Jamaica got a bobsled team. But yeah, he he always said he was in like that darn cat with Christina Ricci. He's in oh a whole bunch of. Oh my god! Uh, anyways, that is a core. He's movie. in it. Uh, oh, but shit. basically, this movie has no story, no plot. It's just, just him. these people, and they're just there existing in this town. And Doctor Giggles is just showing up to places and killing people. Sounds like a slasher movie. I would say ninety percent of Doctor Giggles' dialogue is puns. Uh, my two, there's a lot. So I won't really, it's not too much of a split when I give these away. But the two that stuck out the most was there's a couple, they're about to have sex. Uh, the boyfriend goes to the bathroom. Dr. Giggles comes and kills her with a thermometer. Upper butt. In, the- in, her, in her mouth, just stabs her right through the mouth. Oh. He says, leave it in for about a minute. <laughs> the boyfriend comes in. <laughs> He starts climbing under the covers. He starts at the foot of the bed. Gets because the covers, you're like, uh, and he's like, like he's like, yeah, he's like right. hubba hubba. Baby, he's not looking baby. at her face. Yeah, and he he he's crawling through the <laughs> covers, and then there's Doctor Giggles. Hello, and he goes under the sheets. Under the sheets, with the also with what the bodies there with her body. No, her body. I don't know the fuck where her body. Oh, oh it's just him. him. It's just oh. him. Oh, so he's crawling up, and then he gets to the face, and that's when he realizes. He gets to the face, and it's Dr. Giggles' face, and Dr. Giggles goes, I hope you brought protection. <laughs> Stabs him. <laughs> Those are two back-to-back bangers. Oh, God. <laughs> then he walks downstairs, and there's a kid playing Dr. Mario on Nintendo, and Dr. Giggles is like, terrible. <laughs> and then leaves him? And then leaves him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, the whole movie is filled with things like that. Like, those are just two examples of, like, at least 17. Is there good effects? Yeah. Decent. It's called Dr. Giggles. Yeah. Do you think there's... No. This was a universal <laughs> movie. Wow. Like, oh. Was this, this in theaters? Yeah. Oh. oh. This was, like, a big movie back then. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, the, I'll give my other favorite uh, part away. It's the ending. Of course, Dr. Giggles dies. Oh. Uh, what do you mean, of course? He gets stabbed with oh. these medical instruments. No. Is it all, like, medical stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. It's all okay. And he gets stabbed and he looks directly at the camera <laughs> and goes, uh, Is there a doctor in the house? Oh. Uh, this, is, this is such a Tony movie. Uh, it, yeah. I have no other it words was, to say. It was the perfect palate cleanser from Horror in the High Desert because I went Beautiful. from being okay. terrified <laughs> to just being like, Nah. So I fucked up. I fucked up big time. Because I did not watch that. You went from bad I, to no, bad. No, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I went from shocking to like scary. Fucking. Yeah. Wait, first, first, what would you rate? Oh yeah, Doctor Giggles. Doctor Giggles. And where did you watch it? Um, I watched it on Tubi. With ads. Free with ads. Yeah, there are ads. I can't see Tubi without seeing Tubi free with ads. Uh, <laughs> They've done a great in, job. In, Fucked in, yeah, broken my brain. In real world, for a normal person, it's like a two. But for you. But for me, <laughs> this is like a, this is like a, it's like a six. Oh, All right. Hmm. Is it worth okay. watching? Oh yeah. So everybody, okay. if you want to watch it, if you want to get like you know a little but like, it's, but drunk it's dumb. Or, it's you know, a little woo, whatever you want to do. You just want to watch some nonsense yeah. and have a laugh. Mm-hmm. Boom. Can I talk about another one? The other one. Please. You guys both watched so it, so go right ahead and talk about it. Tony told us, he was like, you guys need to watch this movie or this movie. It's free on this or free on this. And I was like, you know what? I feel a little adventurous tonight. Fuck it. 
bone tomahawk. Let's put it on. It's not a horror, so you're thinking, I'll go into it. Like, this is it's a It's a Western horror. Oh, boy. The lineup, is. fucking phenomenal. Star-studded. Kurt Russell. Mm. What a man. Mm. What a man. What a man. What a man. And then the guy from uh, the, the movies with the doll. Yeah, uh, um, with Annabelle and uh, Yeah, well, I, I drew that. a blank mm-hmm. on all of that. Probably. Yeah, I think the guy with the leg. It. He's the guy that had that leg, you know. Oh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> How does he not know that? Anyways, the lineup is fantastic. Did you watch the movie? It's got, I know it's got David Arquette. I watched it when I like, first oh, came yeah, out. David, David Arquette. Arquette. David Arquette. I mean, it is a Sid wonderful Haig. lineup. Oh, yeah, from uh, House of Thousand Corpses. Uh-huh. That movie. The guy with the mustache. Oh, you're talking about Bruder? Yeah, Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bruder was a dick. Of yeah, course you picked the douchebag. He's hot. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Why do you like hot dudes? Oh, my God. What, why do I like hot dudes? Okay. No, anyways. I said hot douches. But saucy, can we just R.I.P.? Oh, it's yeah, got James Tolkien awful. in it too from Back to the Future. Yo, this is a star-studded cast, and it is shot beautifully. So, what it is? It's set in a western. We are. Is it 2015 when it was made? I think I don't know. I think yeah, like around I think there. It's 2015. Um, and so you know, Wild Wild West out here. Kurt Russell is the sheriff, as we find out of the town. Yep. Um, these guys. So David Arquette and another character that we're introduced to in the very beginning. You see that they're up to no good. They're like little mm. little thievy bandits. They're murderers. thieves. They're murderers. Bastards. They're they're bad kind. Yeah, yeah. You know. And so they're out in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it starts off right away. Killing too. these people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then they think a bunch of people are coming because they shot someone because they didn't do a good job of killing them quietly. Shot someone. And so they're like, oh man, like they the cavalry's coming for us. Let's yep. go hide in these rocks up there. Mm. Then you start seeing skulls and hearing crazy noises. Crazy. And then you see this. Well, oh, it, an, it's like almost an a pentagram. Yeah. Or a, what would you call that? A shrine? Yeah, kind of like a shrine type thing going on. Picture a massive it. pentagram just for kind ease of, of whatever, yeah, but just like, like with like bones and shit. Yo, and then they get. Shit gets fucked up. Yeah, then yeah. it gets crazy. And then fast forward, you're in town, and uh, David Arquette is at the bar getting fucked up, obviously, and then he's causing trouble. You know, he's a stranger. We don't know about yeah. this guy. He's burying clothes in a hole outside, and they're like, what doing, the fuck? Yeah, doing some weird shit. Yeah. And then he gets arrested, you know, gets shot in the leg, gets arrested. Next thing you know, the next day, the jail is empty, and there was, like, at least three people in there. There was a woman who was a surgeon mm-hmm. who was the wife of the one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. She's gone. The deputy, Nick, he's gone. And he was supposed to stay behind and watch him. And the uh, the murderer bad guy that got shot in the leg mm-hmm. is also gone. And so the sheriff is like, well, fuck. And they're seeing these arrows. And then they're like, okay, it's natives. And it's like, uh-uh. The native guy's like, uh-uh. That ain't me. Uh-uh. And it is something called troglodytes. Troglodytes. And everyone is scared to fucking death of these mm-hmm. things. Even the natives are like, we don't, we don't mess like, with We're them. not fucking with that. These things are like people, but like. Like caveman, inbred, yeah. like, like bones in their face and fuck. shit. Somebody in our comments said it was the mixture between Green Inferno and something else. And I was like, that is a fucking perfect way to do And I, definitely Green Inferno vibes. Uh, these troglodytes, oh my God. Like, it, it's very much a Western. There are some slower parts, but it's still rich with things that it's happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing like, I don't think anything like, no, it was exciting. I was expecting it to be boring a little bit because Westerns can be. I honestly was like pretty – it's a two-hour movie. It's a little bit of a sit. Yeah. I got through most of the movie and was like – I paused it to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, fuck, I still have a whole other hour left. But then, <laughs> oh, fuck, did it ramp up. Bro. Oh, there is a scene. And I technically there's like two scenes It's like me. all. It's like all together in these yeah. – it's like – 
the All whole I, last hour. It starts off a little bit in the beginning, and you have some, yeah. you know, some things happening here and there. But the last hour, maybe last twenty minutes. Yeah. So the story is is that the sheriff is now trying to go take this guy uh, to go get his wife. So the sheriff's like, "Well, I sent her down to the the thing to do." Let's the, just say this guy has a broken fucking leg. He, yeah, I can't tell if he broke his femur or uh, what is it, tibula? It's the lower part of it, tibula, whatever tibula. that one is. So he broke his leg basically and he's got like a shitty splint because it's like the <laughs> 1800s. So he can't do shit. He's walking with a crutch and the sheriff's like, I'm going to go try and find your wife. And then the native guy was like, yeah, the troglodytes, they're like fucking three days ride on a horse way the fuck out there. So good luck. And he's like, well, okay. They get their horses stolen. So they got to walk. They get their fucking horses stolen. Then they have to walk. And then they finally reach that shit. And I don't want there. All I'm going to say, and I don't know if you can say whatever you want, but what I want to say is there are three things in that movie. Like, after that point where they're like out in the desert for a while, basically the halfway point when shit gets crazy, there was three different scenes that I sat there with my, my jaw open just like, oh, I was not mm. prepared for this. I mm. thought it was just going to be like 310 to Yuma or like a, a cool Western <laughs> movie. No, no country. Why did you think that after the first few scenes? <laughs> well, I, I was like, that's very Western. They're stealing from like, you know, people on like later. I don't know. It seemed Western. And then, oh, fuck. This movie has at least three sh really, really shocking scenes. And I am pretty uh, fucking, like, dem what do you call it? Desensitized. You're, yeah, you're seasoned. Dude, you're demonetized. Yeah. I see all kinds of <laughs> fucked up shit on the regular. I don't care. It doesn't really phase me. But I was watching this, and I kind of was like, I kind of, like, stopped drinking for a second. I was like, oh, wait. This is really going there. I got to commit. I got to commend my boy. Kurt Russell, because he always oh, does yeah. these movies, mm -hmm. like Hateful Eight, which was pretty fucking violent mm -hmm. and ridiculous. So good. He just does this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, it was so good. I I gave that movie an eight out of ten. This movie, okay, yeah. I would I would probably give it, yeah, eight or nine. Well, I would say eight because there were some I think it could be shorter. But um yeah. also there was a little bit of ridiculousness. Like, like, he, come on. Yeah, there like was. that guy crawling. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things in here that kind of take you out of it that you're like, okay, they would have died from water. Like this guy is like <laughs> exhaustion. He broke his leg, yeah, like all this shit. Bad. Um, and like these these like creature like these humanoids mm. are so fucking strong and so well adjusted to Ugh. their surroundings that you're like, okay, they would no one no one's getting out of here alive. But this movie has been out for years, obviously. So I'm gonna say what happens in the cave scene. Oh, God. I have to say the cave scene because it fucked me up and I was like, why am I and, watching this? I'm oh. sitting, I literally went like this on the couch. I'm like, why am I watching this right now? It was like a Tuesday night. I'm like, Kelsey. You had no warning either. No. So we're warning like, you now. Time. Yeah, so we're warning you now and if you like don't want to get spoiled of like one of the craziest scenes. So what happens is they real, like they're finally done. This guy is like kind of in and out of consciousness. One of the first guys that they... Nick, that that's that deputy I was telling the you about. Deputy. They're mm -hmm. all in the cave now. They're all prisoners. They all got captured by these guys. Yeah, and he's basically almost dying. And so then they're they're like, okay, fuck it. We're going to kill you anyways because we're going to eat you. They're cannibals, yeah. They take, what is it, like a steak or something? No, not, not, not yet. First of all, they, they throw him on the dirt. They strip him all of his clothes. Mm -hmm. Everyone he's in the naked. prison cells, like you got Kurt Russell. You got, I forgot the guy's name, but they call him old man. That dude was hilarious. Okay, he's also the the dad from In Step Brothers. He's such a good actor. He's amazing. He is so funny. When he was like, hey, are you, uh, and he says the word, the fancy word for sleepwalking. He's like, that's personal. He's like, it means sleepwalking, idiot. And he's like, oh, yeah. No, I don't do that. Like, he had so many <laughs> funny one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And like his relationship with Kurt Russell was just such a like. Aw. I know. It was like Lenny and fucking what's it, George from. Uh, it was really sweet. You know what I mean? So everybody's in prison. They pull Nick out. He's like sickly, but he's like a younger like, kid. Up, They're like, dude, you got to get up, man. You got to blah, blah, blah. And he's all like, oh, fuck. These fucking, eight. well, they're not even natives. They're troglodytes. They, they skin him. They scalp him. Oh, yeah, they scalp him. They scalp him with a knife, and you mm. watch it. He's screaming, and it's mm. horrible. And all the people in the jail are just like watching him. They're like, no, no, no. And he's like, my, oh, broke my heart when Kurt was like, Cavalry's coming, man. I'm gonna kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. As he's being, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get you. And we're it was a lie, you. but it was so, oh, so bad. Go ahead. Um. So yeah. So they do that, they and scalp then them. and then they have like basically like a steak type thing, or like a bone. They <laughs> they put his like hair, his scalp. his scalp, into his mouth, and then they like hammer this thing into his mouth, but not enough to where it like goes into his brain and kills him. He's still alive. Yeah, he just can't scream. He's still as alive, loud. but then yeah, and then. Then they take him fucking, they put him upside down. He's fucking spread eagle. And then they just start. So there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, a piece of shit on each side of these, of this guy. And they're holding him ankle and ankle and they're spreading him out like an upside down, like a V. And then the main guy starts whacking on his, you know who, and then they literally rip him. They like do chop, chop, chop. And then they just pull him. They pull him apart. It is. Fucking oh my God. horrifying. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. And I. It's rough. But it's a great movie. I recommend it. <laughs> you can watch it for That's what they did to the women. <sighs> did you even see that when they were leaving? <sighs> oh, man. They got. You know what's crazy about Kurt Russell? What? He's been with his wife, but they're not married. And it's been like 50 years. He's been like connected to a ton of crazy shit in real life. What do you mean? So. Apparently, in the 90s, they were watching the NBA Finals, and they got interrupted because of the OJ chase. And his kids were telling the story about how they were all watching TV. The OJ chase news broke through on the NBA Finals, and they're watching the chase. And apparently, Kurt Russell, and they're watching it, and Kurt Russell goes, he's going home, and ran out the front fucking door. Oh, because they lived in the same neighborhood? Yeah. And like they're still watching this, and then like then they see like <laughs> they see their dad like in standing the in the fucking driveway of OJ Simpson's house when OJ comes home. From oh, the he chase. went to his house. He went to OJ's house. Oh shit! It was like out there with all the reporters who just no standing around. No way! <laughs> I fucking love Kurt Russell. And then there's like yeah, a story cool. about how he uh, might have beat up one of Charles Manson's followers, uh-uh. uh, Tex. He was uh he was played by Austin Butler in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. and mm-hmm. then apparently he was camping in Colorado near the same prison that Ted Bundy escaped from, and cooked mm-hmm. food. Start to make me question Kurt Russell a little bit. He cooked some food, left to get something to drink, and came back, and his food was gone. What the fuck? And then when Ted Bundy was recaptured, they asked how he survived in the wild, and Ted Bundy was like, "I found food and shit while I was out there." What? Kurt Russell. What On the top hell? of that, <laughs> stop. Uh, Kurt Russell was here during the Phoenix Lights. He's like Forrest Gump. I do remember He's that. like everything the Forrest Gump of Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Like Damn. everything's happened. That's well, so he's Has a you fucking legend. Uh, probably. Yeah, he might be. Big, he's probably his Bigfoot, actually. He's a, hey, I wouldn't be scared. He's, Kurt right. Russell's dope. We got to get out of here. 
Yeah, for, uh, for anyone who is interested in learning more about ScaredyCast, uh, we have this beautiful box that we're going to talk about more next week, um, courtesy of Carved with Light. And you guys might have a chance to just end up with it. To win, and you're going to learn how it is, how you will be able to learn a chance to win. What? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that English? I don't know. <laughs> learn a chance to win. <laughs> <laughs> what learn how to get world? a chance to win. This will, you know what? Just uh, sign up to our Patreon. Sign up to our Patreon, and you might win that fucking. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, you're good. Save and apologies for box. this episode being just janky as hell because <laughs> my car decided to just we're all janks. Break its leg. Are you wearing the uh, game worn Shaq shorts? I am wearing game worn Shaquille O'Neal shorts. He has game worn <laughs> when when uh, Shaq was with the Suns. He ha- he he got his shorts. Beautiful. Go to scaredycast.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Chelsea's like, I'm out. Bye. Let's go.